Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the series. Today we are discussing Chapter 16 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone through the trapped door. Um, We have some announcements and reminders We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. You can also add us at WeBlackAndNerds. Yeah, that's pretty much... I mean, you can uh, also comment on Facebook, too, if you want. We'll respond. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Have you ever thought about writing about it? We are collecting short stories, fan art, um, any kind of creation that you want for the Hogwarts BSU project. The Hogwarts BSU will be illustrating what it is like to be black at Hogwarts. Um, So basically think of fanfic and fan art and cool stuff, but putting yourself in the world of Harry Potter. If you'd like to submit, check out our website, blackgirlsnerdout.com, and look at the guidelines. And if you would like any help with what you are working on, please Comment to us on Facebook at We Black and Nerds or on, nope, 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 nope. Comment to us on Facebook, Black <laughs> Girls Nerd Out, or on Twitter at We Black and Nerds. Um, also, subscribe to our newsletter. Every week we share nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. Um, you can go to blackgirlsnerdout.com, um, and then it should, like, be, it's on the homepage. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as we wrap up book one, we're going to live tweet uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, the movie. So join us Saturday, December 26th at 6 p.m. Pacific time, West Coast love, 9 p.m. Eastern time as we watch the movie. Use the hashtags Wizard Team and HPSS. That's Wizard Team and HPSS. Um, Saturday, December 26th. So, like, right after Christmas, like, how better way to celebrate the holidays than watching Harry Potter. And you know what? It's also the first day of Kwanzaa. Yeah. Um, Umoja, which means unity. So, we're going to watch Harry Potter in Umoja. Look at that. Like, the world is smiling on Wizard Team, y'all. Oh, my y'all. goodness. God. It's great. Um, also, follow us at We Black and Nerds. If you don't already, that's, at, that's on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and then you can like us on Facebook at Black Girls Nerd Out. You can follow us on Instagram at Black Girls Nerd Out. Follow us on Tumblr at Black Girls Nerd Out. Um, I just want to like slide in here and let you know that Bayana just pointed at the t- computer as though it was a person, and I just really appreciated it. I talk with my hands. Yeah. So. <laughs> so before we get to the news, also I wanted to apologize for last week's episode. Um, y'all know we're doing this on a shoestring budget, and we just had some issues, but the episode should be uploaded with the audio fixed a bit better it's still echoey we're gonna get like legit equipment soon yeah um but we're still not on that level yet yeah and stay tuned for that because we might be asking for your help um to get legit equipment not just to you know ball out of control so Uh, balling out of control would also be like nice but we necessities first yeah first we gotta get some (laughs) real legit equipment so 
news, Diana? Um, okay, so this is weird because when this comes out, like, it kind of sucks. It's kind of timey-wimey, but, like, not in a fun way. So the news is that the Fantastic Beasts trailer, from where we're recording, will come out on Tuesday. But from when you hear it, it came out yesterday. We haven't seen it yet. So, but just, dude, was it awesome? It you was know, dope. Oh, when he goodness. did the thing and the thing, right? And he was running, and then there was like a wand, and he was like, and then the sparks were like, and then he was like, no match, and then like she was like, hey, and then yeah, and there were like other fantastic beasts, and then and they then were trying to find when them. it faded, when it faded out, and then the fantastic beast logo went in. Oh, that was awesome. It was awesome. It was great. We'll have more things to say next week. Yeah, but um, <laughs> that's pretty much all of our news which is great since last time it was like a good 40 minutes yeah which um, i still feel like we could do more on that but we won't we won't it'll come up again <laughs> so we are oh my god we're so close to the end chapter 16 through the trap door so um when we <laughs> last week previously on harry, harry potter. potter i like how i put my like microphone hand into my hand <laughs> like that okay well, previously on Harry Potter, they had the world's dumbest detention. Like, ever in life. What? The, the detention? What? Why? So, um, Harry found out that Voldemort was the one uh, drinking the unicorn's blood, and he came to the incorrect conclusion that Snape wanted the stone for Voldemort. And so then they decide that they are going to... Well, first they're, like, terrified because they're like, he's going to come after Harry. But then Hermione, with her smart self, was like, he can't come after you because Dumbledore is here. Um, And then, all comforted, Harry goes to bed, but he finds his invisibility cloak under the sheets with a note saying, just in case. Because Dumbledore ain't got no kind of chill. Nope. He just does what he wants. And then we get to chapter 16, Through the Trap Door. Um, so basically we start off in there, um, the kids are taking their exams. Um, yeah, so Harry's like, in years to come, or if Harry doesn't say this, the narrator does, in years to come, Harry would not, would never quite remember how he had managed to get through his exams when he half expected Voldemort to come bursting through the door at any moment. I'm pretty sure though that in years to come, Harry is like, dang, first year, that was, that was good times. Right. It was so, so much chill. easy. It was so chill. Oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah. So, it was sweltering hot, and especially in the large classroom where they did their written papers, they had been given special new quills for the exams, which had been bewitched with an anti-cheating spell. Then they had practical exams. Professor Flitwick called them one by one into his class to see if they could make a pineapple tap dance across the desk. McGonagall watched them turn a mouse into a snuff box, Points were given for how pretty the, sn- the box was, but taken away if it had whiskers. Snape made them all nervous, breathing down their necks while they tried to remember how to make a forgetfulness potion. My only note is in all caps, magic school is awesome. Pretty much. Making a pineapple tap dance? It's so, it's like a random, like I'm sure it's hard and it's like stressful to figure out and like try to learn and whatever. But it's actually like. At the end of the day, you're like, I made a pineapple tap dance. Right. That's so tight. That is so tight. I want to do that. Harry did the best he could, trying to ignore the stabbing pains in his forehead, which had been bothering him ever since his trip into the forest. Hashtag Horcrux. Horcrux. Neville thought Harry had a bad case of exam nerves because Harry couldn't sleep. But the truth was, he was being woken up by his old nightmare, except this time there was a hooded figure dripping blood in it. 
Hashtag Horcrux. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so I feel like that's partly, because he's, yeah, it's, like, partly Horcrux, but also, like, his subconscious, because, like, the Horcrux isn't, like, ooh, a hood figure dripping blood. Like, it's yeah. probably, like, it's, like, and I think that's, like, similar to the other times when, like, Harry's thinking about his parents, or, like, when he met, uh, I think it was at the end of the Sorting Hat, when he had that dream about Draco, and it turned into Snape, he started laughing, like, Voldemort, and it was, like, that's, some of that is, like, you're the soul, your soul, Voldemort's soul attached to you, and some of it is, just like, you're a kid, and you have to I also wonder, like, how, like, if Harry might have had a little bit of divination, like, um very like we've we've already talked about like he's got a very high emotional iq eq as i learned to call it he's a very high eq and also he's very in tune with like when he's in danger and you know a lot of that is the scar and like um how much of that is the horcrux but also how much of that is lily's spell to save him right you know so like i kind of feel like maybe she has like embedded like warning signals or whatever for him to like if you're in danger type of thing yeah. like the mother you like the mother's gut to like save their child and like protect them so if, like you're walking across the street and a car comes a little too close and your mom's arm shoots out of nowhere and you're like dang mom you know <laughs> and i think it's kind of like i wonder what that if i wonder if that translates into his like dreams and pain and a scar um through that love spell. Yeah. Maybe. Question. Yeah. Um, okay, and then it's like, maybe it was because they hadn't seen what Harry had seen in the forest, or because they didn't have scars burning on their foreheads, but Ron and Hermione didn't see as wor- seem as worried about the stone as Harry. The idea of Voldemort certainly scared them, but he didn't keep visiting them in, in dreams, and they were so busy with their studying, they didn't have much time to fret about what Snape or anyone else might be up to. Um, so their last exam was history of magic <laughs> in our answering questions about batty old wizards who invented self-stirring cautions and they'd be cauldrons. free cauldrons cautions <laughs> <laughs> when the ghost of Professor Bittens had told them to put down their quills and roll up their parchment Harry couldn't help sharing with the rest what really makes me like this is probably not the best time to like um, it's not the best example but like history of magic seems like it would be a really interesting class and it really always does. makes me sad that it's like hella boring because I, I think later on in another book um they're like studying some shit that sounds super interesting but like we don't actually get to learn about it because professor benz is the teacher and so it's like he's droning on like, and he's not like maybe it's like the goblin wizard wars or like something yeah. like super like what that's tight and then nope yeah and that goes to show too just like in life in general, it's, like, a lot of how information is presented to you. I mean, like, we've talked about it before with, like, Hamilton. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, sitting on the bar, like, dude, I should get a book about um, Hercules Mulligan because that's a very interesting story. And I know that, like, he had a slave and, you know, they were – his slave helped him, like, steal secrets for the Yankees or whatever. It's, like, this interesting. John Lawrence, what's his story all about? Right. Like, let alone the fact that we don't know much about Alexander Hamilton really besides, or I don't, besides the fragments I remember from school. I didn't remember, like, literally. I knew that all I knew 
um, like in eighth grade, like all I knew about Alexander Hamilton was that he was a founding father. That was it. Like, they, you know what I mean? Like, you know certain names, and you're like, oh, yeah, I know that name. I know that he, like, was around at that time, and nothing. I didn't even know, he, like, about the duel. Like, I didn't know anything. Like, they... I The duel stuck with me because of a milk commercial that got milk commercial. My thing is, like, I definitely would have remembered it, because I have a crazy... Like, that would have been something where I'd be like, what? That's weird. And then, mm-hmm. I, like, but I had no idea. So, I know I didn't learn it at all. Yeah, I remember... Th- I All I remember, and now we're getting out of control but like all I remember about Alexander Hamilton was that he was the first treasury secretary and that he was shot in a duel by oh bull <laughs> and that you should always have milk if you're going to eat a big old peanut butter sandwich because you might lose out on a chance to win a million dollars got milk okay so <laughs> um but yeah I'll, so like <laughs> stuff like the 1637 werewolf code of conduct or the uprising of Alfred the Eager. Like, what What are those things? Yeah, that's a very interesting story. Yeah. I would personally like to hear. Um, and I feel like if Benz was half like a teacher like Remus, for example, we would be hearing a lot more about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hermione liked to go over her exams afterwards. Um, but Ron said this made him feel ill. And that would, like, literally make me feel ill, too. It's like, oh, yeah. I don't, just did this. No. Can, we, can we get a minute to, like... I think, I think sometimes I've gone over, um, like, exams with people or, like, papers with people. But that's usually, like, if they also want to do that. But <laughs> so it's like, actually like, turn it in. Yeah, it's actually turn it in. But it's, like, so I know, for example, like, um, after the, what was it? It was, like, the AP exam. Senior year of high school, we had, like, we had, I think it was AP language. Um... And it was, like, weird, because, like, the essay questions were, like, weirdly made for, like, specifically people who were, because the school I went to had a lot of small schools, and so it was, like, specifically made for people who were in our small school. It was pretty much, like, made for me. It was weird. It was, like, Mm -hmm. one question about, like, because I was in a school about, um, that was about, like, sustainability and, like, green energy and stuff, and so, like, one question was about, like, sustainable farming or some shit, and then, like, another one was about, was um it had like a quote from abraham lincoln and then asked if like if race basically asked if racism was over and i was like thanks i appreciate you asking me this question (laughs) (laughs) just let me it's just i like literally there was like one other question too that i can't remember but it was like again like something i was like are you seriously asking me this (laughs) like after i got the like is racism like still around i like had to look around the room and i knew i couldn't like get up and like shout yes because i would have been disqualified you know i didn't want to take it out but i was just like is this serious is this real like does anyone else see this question am i the only like why are we even seeing this so then like afterwards when like my friends and i like finished the test and we were like i mean technically you're not supposed to like talk after but whatever you do anyway and so we were just like we were just like what what so i get moments like that where you're just like and even if it was really hard, you're just like, okay, I don't know. But if you're, like, doing it together, and it's consensual, and I feel like it's cool. But if you're just, like, berating someone, like, okay, what did you get on this question? Because I don't know. And, like, well, that's unnecessary. Well, I also think it's, I feel like it's also unnecessary because it's, like, we turned it in. Like, I've done the, like, oh, this one question, like, did you see that or did you get that? Or mm-hmm. it seemed kind of weird or was, it was worded differently or I'm not sure. And I'll do it in my own brain of, like, uh, but then at a certain point I have to go, like, it's over. I turned it in. I have no power anymore. Right. At a certain point, Move you on. just, like, leave it alone. Yeah. So. Like, I don't want to go over every single answer to a question. Like, 
Who cares? Yeah. So they wandered down to the lake and flopped under a tree while the Weasleys and Lee Jordan were tickling the tentacles of a giant squid, which was basking in the warm shallows. <laughs> Magic school, y'all. Magic school. This is a tickle of squid. This is just tickle of giant squid's tentacles. Because it's a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. No more studying, Ron said happily. And um, you could look more chill for, cheerful, Harry. We've got a week before we find out how badly we've done. There's no need to worry yet. And I'm like, so when you finish their exams, they're still at Hogwarts for like a little bit. That's weird. Yeah. They don't leave right after. Well, I think it also depends. Like maybe they're done with their exams, but like the whole school isn't, you know, like in right, college, that's that's true. Like, my last exam was on a Tuesday. But I planned this left- perfectly. And then right. you have like a week or something until like everyone's done. And it's not quite like college. Cause like you just leave. Yeah, like, well, I used to always wait until my friends were done. I didn't. I'd be like... My mom would be like, when are we coming to get you? And I'm like, well, school is out on the 30th. And she's like, oh, do you have an exam? On the- no, I don't have an exam for four days, but I will be hanging out and doing nothing. And nah. spending all my time at the student union, eating nachos and being drunk. <laughs> and then you can come see me on the 30th. That's funny. No, I was definitely so. like... Um, like first, I think yeah, it was like as soon as I finished my last final, I was done. And but then you I think, also went to a college in the town. You no, no, no. But <laughs> yes, but I also like I know like my brother. He's as soon as he's done with his last final, he's coming home from but Wisconsin. He, like he's not. Yeah, but that's yeah. a long way away. Yeah, I mean also, I mean it also was like helpful. The other thing is like I was an English major, so I mostly had papers for finals. Yeah. So it was like maybe the first day of finals <laughs> I'd be done because I was like finish all my papers early, turn those in so I can go home and I'll have to see y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also did really my school was annoying. Anyway, <laughs> it's not bad. I, I guess it just depends school. on the school. And then yeah, I think also because of the uh logistics of getting kids in and out of a magic school with no one seeing right. you can't just be like, All right, I'm done today, peace out, mm-hmm. you know. But it does seem weird that they would like, because even even still, I left school before I knew my final grades. Right. Like, I wasn't sitting around for like all of those to come in. I mean, even from like their OWLs later, they don't find out until like right before um, they go back to school. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's interesting. Cause so yeah, I think maybe it's like a first year thing. And then because of the how they have to transport everyone, like the first years know that they did okay. Because that's also they're not doing OWLs or anything. Right. And they don't have to choose. So it also kind of gives you a, like, you did terribly in this. It's just like a benchmark. It's not yeah. really like a... Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if they did, like, bad enough, they probably have to, like, repeat, but... Could you imagine that? Oh, but, so. like, Crab and Goyle don't repeat. That's true. And we don't Nobody get any... has to take, like, remedial potions or something at some point, because... Oh, so that yeah. they didn't flunk. Yeah, that might have been... Yeah, because I definitely had to take, like, a remedial math class. But I still flunked three times. But I didn't flunk three times. I just had to quit... I mean, drop it because flunking was on the horizon. But y'all, I'm smart. Mm -hmm. I really am. I just can't understand math classes when the teachers drone on and they're not actually teachers and they're like grad students and they have really thick accents and do not stop and breathe. Anyway. Like Professor Benz. Like Professor Benz. Um, so anyway, so Harry burst out angrily. I wish I knew what this means. My scar keeps hurting. It's happened before, but never as often as this. Hashtag Horcrux. Mm-hmm. Um, go to Madame Pom- Pomfrey, Hermione suggested. I'm not ill, said Harry. I think it's a warning. It means danger's coming. 
I don't know how you would know that, but also sometimes, I mean, Harry's intuitive. Sometimes. Yeah, you just kind of know. Smart. I mean, this is really funny. So I um, woke up in the middle of the night last night, and it was Mental Health Week last week. Timey wimey. <laughs> um, last week was Mental Health Awareness Week. And so there were all, I was reading a bunch of these articles, and then this girl was talking about um, a a similar type of anxiety that I have where your brain, like, like there's a fight, there's a flight or fight response um, to fear. But with certain anxieties, you can't, like, everything seems like a fear thing. Like, everything says, like, you should be afraid. And you can't, like, separate fear from being afraid, which is a different thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's, like, something where, like, it was, like, um, some civil rights person or something was saying that they were scared about racism or, like, you know, the attacks in the 60s. And it wasn't until they got attacked that they became afraid, mm. um, which is, like, you live your life and you walk in fear. Right. So, um, anywho, all of this to say that, like, when you are constantly bombarded with like this worry and anxiety and things, not to say that, I mean, thank God Harris is actually based on something. <laughs> like, Voldemort like is coming. actually coming. Yeah, point. he's coming. But, um, you start to like be able to, or you, you, you paid so much attention to your emotions and things that you do start to kind of be more cognizant of like, no, this one, this anxiety is, bigger or it means more it's a warning and it's not like this little thing where I was like did I forget to leave the light on it's like right um something bad's gonna happen mm-hmm. something bad's gonna happen right now it's like they feel and different I, and I think that also like in terms of like the context like he knows something's coming yeah. whether it's I'm, he doesn't know that it's connected to a scar per se but he knows that somebody's after the Sorcerer's Stone he knows it's connected to Voldemort and, like, the scar kind of has to be connected to Voldemort in some kind of way. Like, even though he doesn't know it's a horcrux, it's like, you got the scar when he tried to kill yeah. you. So it's some kind of connection. So it's, like, not a giant leap. It's just interesting that that's, like... Yeah. Yeah. But I think also... But it makes sense. Um, when you talk about, like, <clears throat> Ron can get worked up. It was too hot. Like, Hermione's, like, go to battle, Pomfrey... There is this sense of, and I think he says it earlier in the in this chapter, like directly tied to Voldemort. So as soon as he found out that the, like Voldemort was a part of the plot for the stone, he, which we've talked about numerous times, this had nothing to do with you. It didn't have anything to do with him until he found out. And that now Voldemort that he's found out, he's like, okay, this actually. And I think also that kind of connects to like. The fact that his Horcrux hasn't been acting up until he knows that, like, mm-hmm. it's Voldemort. Like, if he just knows it's Snape, his Horcrux is like, whatever, it's Snape, who cares? But, like, it's Voldemort. It's the dude who's, like, soul, and it's part of his soul. Then it's like, oh, wait, I'm trying to get to him, and, like, I'm agitated, and, like, he's coming closer, like. And also, I think, because of mm-hmm. the feeling inside of Harry that he needs to defeat Voldemort, that his soul the piece of Voldemort's soul inside of Harry is, like, defending itself mm-hmm. because it's that's like, what the Horcruxes do. They're yeah. like, F-U, F-U, F-U. Exactly. <laughs> I ain't going down without a fight. <laughs> um, All my life I have to f- Sorry. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Um. Okay. 
So Ron says, um, Harry, relax. Hermione's right. The stone's safe as long as Dumbledore's around. Anyway, we've never had any proof Snape found out how to get past Fluffy. He nearly had his leg ripped off once. He's not going to try it again in a hurry. And Neville will play Quidditch before England. Bleh, and Neville will play Quidditch for England before Hagrid lets Dumbledore down. Which is um, like optimistic. Well, also shading of shading of Neville, but yeah, he's not a good Quidditch player. Yeah. But it's also optimistic because Hagrid had three eleven year olds save him with a dragon. Right. So <laughs> also he not letting what he's saying. Yeah, so like not letting like Dumbledore not- down is like he would never do that intentionally. Right. But as we have seen, Hagrid has done some things unintentionally that have huge huge (laughs) complications yeah so um but then so then harry nods um but he can't shake off the feeling that um that he's forgotten something and hermione says that's just the exams i woke up last night and was halfway through my transfiguration notes before i remembered we'd done that one i've actually had that happen to me before yeah a couple times like especially when school like ends abruptly it's really hard to slow your brain down so like actually this one's really funny like after i graduated high school um i went to san diego i went to your house and i was asleep and so i'm like out of town like not i'm done with school and like i literally had a dream that i had a paper due for my history class that like i was late on and i was like stressed out and then i woke up and i was in san diego and i was like the fuck i'm not even in high school anymore <laughs> it's like you gotta cut like um, calm down that- kind of even funnier happened to me because I wasn't even like a real person then um when we moved from San Diego the first time I moved from San Diego to Anaheim when I was in second grade Mm -hmm. and my brother we moved in the summertime and my brother ran into my room and like had on his weeds to go to a Catholic school like went to I went to like preschool and kindergarten in Mm -hmm. a Catholic school first preschool through first grade in a Catholic school. So my brother had on his like Catholic school pants and a white shirt. And he was like, what are you doing? Still asleep. We got to go. School's out. I put on my entire school uniform in a house that wasn't in San Diego. That was still boxes around. And I was like, Oh God, I'm late. <laughs> and that's what my brother did. Just yeah. sat there cackling at me while I was like, Oh God, I would have done that. I definitely, I think, yeah, I, school is, but yeah, serious. It's serious when you're in it, and I was literally like, right. I think I was starting third grade. Like right? I still get, I get residual stress <laughs> from like, well, I don't anymore now that I, it's been a minute <laughs> since I've like been out of school now. But like, I used to get residual stress like during breaks. I'd be like, okay, I know I have like, I, there's a paper, there's some <laughs> reading I got to do, there's something, and I'm like, okay, actually, you you don't just go watch some Netflix, just calm down, <laughs> like, <laughs> you're on break. Like, yeah. yeah, it's it's weird. So Harry suddenly jumped to his feet. Where are you going? I just thought of something, said Harry. He turned white. We've got to see Hagrid now. This is where Harry's EQ jumps in again. But also this little monologue thing, like kind of like angers me a bit because he is 11. Don't you think it's a bit odd that what Hagrid wants more than anything else is a dragon and a stranger turns up who just happens to have an egg in his pocket? How many people wander around with dragon eggs if it's against wizard law? Lucky they found Hagrid, don't you think? And then there was like a like, um, what are you talking about? Ron says. And then Hagrid sitting in an armchair, finish your exams, got time for a drink, and it's like Hagrid. No, so 
Sorry. But I'm just like, why are you offering kids? I mean, I guess. I mean, like, he means like tea. No, I know. I know. But I'm like, why are you still being overly familiar with them? That's just how he is that way. I know. But now I think. It's frustrating. The the rereading, I'm like. It's kind of a problem. It's a problem. Um, No, we're in a hurry. Um, Harry cuts. Harry oh, damn, especially when you think about the fact that, like, Hagrid at this point is in his 60s. Yeah. Aww. Well, it's not even that. It's like, so I had, a, like, it wasn't even a friendship because that's not what it was. When my brother was in high school, the um, trainer was really nice to me because oh, yeah. all we'll of the boys. Yeah, okay, so I've talked about this. All of the guys were, I was just annoying. I was like the annoying little kid. And so he was really nice to me, but I know, I still know, like, I would, like, go sit in his, like, in the training room sometimes, like, when I went to the high school after, Mm -hmm. and I would just hang out, and he would be, like, putting me to work or something, like, he'd be like, if you're going to just sit here, you need to go, like, fix the the athletic tape or whatever, Mm -hmm. and he would ask me, like, how's school going or whatever, how's, like, basketball, and we would talk about certain things, but it would always be kind of, like, under like a controlled like he would be like I know you're in here because you don't like to like it's lunchtime and you don't like people and you're trying to like escape the world and I'm not going to kick you out of here but also like we're not going to get like chummy right and like overly yeah Yeah, we're not going to be overly familiar Mm -hmm. and it was just like very much like a student teacher like obviously he was like my favorite teacher and I probably was like a student that he liked and felt right. bad for, but he wasn't going to be like, Hey, you want a drink? I'm going to go get some snacks. You want some snacks? He was like, Oh, you got to stay here for lunch. Well then get to clean go sweep right. or whatever, you know, he's like, I'm going to put you to work. So yeah. Now it's just for reading this book. It bothers me. Mm-hmm. Um, so Harry just barges in on him. Hagrid, I've got to ask you something. You know the night you won Norbert? What did the stranger you were playing cards with look like? And then he's like, didn't take his cloak off. It's not that unusual. You get a lot of funny folks in the hogshead. Aw. Mm-hmm. Is that our first mention of the hogshead? Yeah. yeah. That's one of the pubs down in the village. Might have been a dragon dealer, mightn't he? I'd never seen his face. He kept his head up. Um, so did you, what did you talk to him about, Hagrid? Did you mention Hogwarts at all? Might have come up. Yeah, he asked what I did, and I told him I was gamekeeper here. He asked a bit about the sort of creatures I looked after. So I told him, and I said I'd always really want it was a dragon, or what I always really wanted was a dragon. And then, can't remember too well, because he kept buying me drinks. Let's see. And that's also, like... Probably shouldn't say that in front of some 11 you don't need. You don't need to share that. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Then he said he had a dragon egg, and we could play cards for it if I wanted. But he had to be sure I could handle it. He didn't want it to go to any old home. So I, I told him after Fluffy, a dragon would be easy. And did he seem interested in Fluffy, Harry asked? Well, yeah. How many three-headed dogs do you meet, even around Hogwarts? So I told him, Fluffy's a piece of cake. If you know how to calm him down, just play him a bit of music, and he'll go straight off to sleep. I, I um, oh, I was curious, like, why? I was wondering why it took Quirrell so, so long. After that, because the dragon was like kind of a minute ago at this point. I mean, like, I think it was. I think it was probably because he got past Fluffy once and then figured out like all the other things that he uh, needed to know. Because um, it's kind of like when Hermione noticed the trap door, and then they were like, 
oh god they had a right. you know what I mean mm-hmm. like yeah like trial and error yeah things. so I think he just had to keep trying it but this is another okay but we'll get there um, <laughs> I'm gonna get real mad oh okay and then uh, Hagrid suddenly looks horrified I shouldn't have told you that forget I said it hey where are you going um so they run to the entrance hall and then Harry says we've got to go to Dumbledore which is like yes finally right um except they don't know where Dumbledore's office is but also wait this is the part that I thought was earlier um but when he goes Hagrid told the stranger how to get past Fluffy it was either Snake or Voldemort under that cloak it must have been easy once he'd gotten Hagrid drunk like come on son Hmm. 11-year-olds shouldn't know how loose lips you get when you get drunk. Especially 11-year-olds at the school. that At your place of business. You work there. I mean, I know you live there, too, but you work there. Come on, son. Hagrid, stay losing. He can't, lose, he can't win for losing. Um, yeah, so they don't know where Dumbledore lived, nor did they know anyone who had been sent to see him. And um, so Harry says, we'll just have to. And then what are you three doing inside? So I'm curious if that's like a problem because Snape asks it later on too. They're like, it's so nice outside. Why are you? It's like, is it against the rules to be inside on a summer day? I just feel like it's probably because no one else is or like she knows that they don't have exams. So it's like, why are you just wandering around empty halls right. of the school? Because, you know, they have like living quarters but they're in the entrance hall, though, so oh, it's yeah. like they either are just came in or are leaving. So it seems like a weird place to yeah. be. Um, yeah, I don't know. Plot. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just start saying that when I don't have the answer. Right. Plot. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not really a valid answer, but, you know. Yeah, got to be somewhere. Like, yeah. There's a reason that, like, she had it. We just don't know. Yeah. We'll probably think. So they want to see Professor Dumbledore. See, Professor Dumbledore, McGonagall repeated as though this was a very efficient thing to do. Why? It's sort of a secret. <laughs> I love Harry. Like He really thought that was going to work. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he actually did. I think he, like, started to say it and was like, mm, never mind. Yeah, he's like, oh, he wished that once he hadn't because Professor McGonagall's nostrils flared. <laughs> She's like, boy, <laughs> you don't tell me what's going on. Um... Professor Dumbledore left 10 minutes ago. She's like, of course he did. That's one of the other things. Like, it's a lot of convenient stuff that yeah. happens in this book. Or you're just like, oh, just in the nick of time. Great. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, all right. Um, and he said he received an urgent owl from the Ministry of Magic and flew off for London at once. Which, Which also is, is too thing. much information for these 11-year-olds. It is. He ain't here right now. Just like he's not here. He minding grown folks' business. You go mind your business. And you can come back and see him later. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so... He's gone now. Professor Dumbledore is a very great wizard potter. He has many demands on his time. But this is important. This reminds me, but this is important. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, the exaggerated acting. Um, something you have to say is more important than the Minister of Magic, Professor or Potter. Sorry. Look, Professor, it's about the Sorcerer's Stone. Um, and it's, then whatever McGonagall had expected, it wasn't that. The book she was carrying tumbled out of her arms, but she did pick them up, which is such like a comedy of errors type of moment. How do you know she spluttered? Professor, I think I know that's, and that's where he got smart, that yeah. somebody is going to try and steal the stone. I've got to talk to Professor Dumbledore. 
Um, Professor Dumbledore will be back tomorrow. I don't know how you found out about the stone, but rest assured, no one can possibly steal it. It's too well protected. We're about to learn how it's not really, since three 11-year-olds can get by it, but we'll get to that later. Right. Um, you're all supposed to be big, bad professors of magic. It's heavily protected. Oh, it's so protected. Can't nobody get through. Except for these 11-year-olds okay, that have been studying magic for a good, year. Like, not even a year. Like, eight months. Eight months. Nine months tops. Okay. Um... Um, so then Potter, he has her, he tells, I can't even, what am I even saying? Okay, so um, McGonagall goes, but Potter, I know what I'm talking about. I suggest you all go back outside and enjoy the sunshine. Um, but they didn't. So Harry's like, it's tonight. Snape's going through the trap door tonight. He found out everything he needs, and now he's got Dumbledore out of the way. He sent that note. I bet the Ministry of Magic will get a real shock when Dumbledore t- turns up. Okay, I have a request. Mm-hmm. Can we roleplay this, and can I be Snape? Sure. Yay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, but what can we... Um, Hermione gasped. Harry and Ron wheeled around. Snape was standing there. Good afternoon. They stared at him. You shouldn't be inside on a day like this. We were... Uh, yeah. You want to be more careful hanging around like this. People will think you're... Up to something, and Gryffindor really can't afford to lose any more points. Can it? Sorry, side note. In the middle of the thing, someone says, people will think you're, I put a little, like, <laughs> no, I just, like, what is that again? Ellipses. Yeah. I feel like I add in a little ellipses in between your you and have, <laughs> You have no chill. That is amazing. Like, you know that's what, you know there was a pause right um, Yeah, I highlighted anyway. it. Yeah. People will think you're up to something. <laughs> like the best. Oh, shout out to Alan Rickman. Man. He's my MVP of this whole thing. <laughs> this entire, all, all of it. All, all of the Potter. Yeah. Alan Rickman is the MVP. Um, also, side note, tangent. I was watching Simpsons Disability the other day, and he like, I was like, look at Snape. Like, I <laughs> have watched that movie way before Harry Potter came out. The first you know, the movies, not the books. But Simpsons Sensibility is one of my, like, first loves of books. And I was literally like, look at Trelawney. Mm-hmm. Look at Snape. They're so cute. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. But, yeah, you should watch Simpsons Sensibility. Um, be warned, Potter. Any more nighttime wanderings, and I will personally make sure you are expelled. Good day to you. Well, one, he's obviously overheard them. Yeah. Two, shut up. Just shut up, Snape. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. If you had some more chill, maybe they would listen to you, but you have no chill. Right. So, so they think that you're about to steal the stone. So he leaves, and so immediately after that, Harry turns to the others. Right. Here's what we got to do. <laughs> he's like, forget about him. <laughs> one of us has got to keep an eye on Snape. Wait outside the staff room and follow him. If he leaves it, Hermione, you'd better do that. Um, why me? Isn't it obvious, said Ron. You can pretend to be waiting for, for Professor Flitwick, you know. Oh, Professor Flitwick, I'm so worried I got a question for 14B wrong. Oh, shut up, she said, <laughs> but she agreed to watch out for Snape. Ron, like, just tell her you love her. Okay, <laughs> and we'd better stay outside the third floor corridor, Harry told Ron. Come on. But that part of the plan didn't work. No sooner had they reached the door separating Fluffy from the rest of the school than Professor McGonagall turned up again, and this time she lost her temper. 
I suppose you think you're harder to get past than a pack of enchantments? Enough of this nonsense. If I hear you come anywhere near here again, I will take 50 points from Gryffindor. Yes, Weasley, my own house. That's real. Even though we find out later that they pretty much are the only thing standing in the way of the Sorcerer's Stone. Like, at the same time, I totally get her being angry and being like, bruh. My note on the end of that chapter was McGee goat. Right. <laughs> she just like she's just like y'all. She says everything y'all. that you're thinking, and I think that that's like the one really brilliant thing because obviously, like the first two books are very mm-hmm. much like conveniently children's books, mm-hmm. and like we said, like oh yeah, it's heavily protected, but then like three eleven year olds get past everything. Like what? And then so you're just the whole time besides. The detention in the Forbidden Forest. Yeah. I feel like she should have been like, this is nonsense. Yeah. But besides that, I feel like every time I'm like, what are y'all doing? JK's like, okay, well, then let's just like insert McGonagall here to be like, right. what are y'all doing? So that the readers are like, thank you. Mm-hmm. At least I know I'm not crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. I mean, ice cream is just very good. It's very anyway. unprofessional. Oh, well. Not Halloween. It's tasty. It's not Halloween, right? No chocolate. Okay, Um, so... Okay, so then um, they go back to the common room, but Hermione comes in. He says, I'm sorry, Harry. Snape came out and asked me what I was doing. So I said I was waiting for Flitwick, and Snape went to get him, and I've only just got away. I don't know where Snape went. Um, So then they decide that they're going, that they're leaving tonight. So Harry... Oh, God. Okay, so um, this is like the first... This is like a very, like, this is a defining moment in, like, the life of Harry Potter, because it's pretty much, like, his whole, like... Manifesto? The whole, yeah, this, like, next to, like, this next page or so is pretty much, like, his life and, like, his personality summed up, as well as Ron and Hermione's. So, um, he says, I'm going out of here tonight, and I'm going to try to get the stone first. You're mad. You can't, her, uh, said Hermione. After what McGonagall and Snape had said, have said, you'll be expelled. You so, can't! Sorry. Okay, you can't. Okay. Um, so what, Harry shouted. Oh, look at that. Those all caps. Um, don't you understand? If Snape gets a hold of the stone, Voldemort's coming back. Haven't you heard what it was like when he was trying to take over? There won't be any... Sorry. (laughs) There won't be any Hogwarts, uh, there won't be any Hogwarts to get expelled from. Six years old. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> He'll flatten it or turn it into the school for the dark arts. Well, okay, say it. Sixth year Harry. That was also seventh. Seventh year Harry. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, losing points doesn't matter anymore, can't you see? Do you think he'll leave you and your families alone if Gryffindor wins the house the house cup? If I get caught before I can get the stone, well, I'll just have to I'll have to go back to the Dursleys and wait for Voldemort to find me there. It's only dying a bit later than I would have because I'm never going over to the dark side. I'm going through the trap door tonight, and nothing you say, nothing you two say, is going to stop me. Voldemort killed my parents. Remember, third year Harry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> you're right, Harry said Hermione in a, in a small voice. I'll use the invisibility cloak. It's just, it's just lucky I got it back. Um, or it's Dumbledore. Um, super high I, EQ, Harry, and super high ego, though. Yeah, but, right. But will it cover <laughs> all three of us? Said Ron. All, all three of us. Oh, come off it! You don't think we'll let you go alone? Of course not. How do you think you'd get the stone without us? I'd better go look through my books. There might be something useful. But if we get caught, you two will be expelled too. Not if I can help it, Hermione said Hermione grimly. Flitwick told me in secret that I got 112% on his exam. They're not throwing me out after that. Two things. 
That was seventh year Harry. Well, that was Harry. That was just Harry. That's what I'm saying. That's that just was straight up Harry. Harry. He's like, I'm going to do this by myself. And they're like, no, you're not. We're coming with you. Really? Come on, bro. Like, I can't of risk your lives. But, like, we all, but, oh, but you, you would let us string along the whole time until right. the end. No, shut up, Harry. Shut up. We're coming with you. Like, Other that's, thing. 112 points. Like, did you answer bonus questions? She must have just... Did like, you do the extra She must have just, like, really been, like, diligent and probably to the point... She probably was super thorough to her flip was like, you know what? <laughs> plus one, plus two. Hey, just, you got this. You got this, Hermione. Okay. After dinner, the three of them sat nervously apart in the common room. No one bothered them. None of the Gryffindors had anything else to say to Harry anymore, after all. This was the first night he hadn't been upset by it. Hermione was skimming through all of her notes, hoping to come across one of the enchantments they were about to break in her first year books 11 yeah, year old she probably bought like hella other shit oh yeah a little she bit knows, of light reading yeah she's she probably knows some stuff well she knows we know she knows we know stuff. she knows some stuff but still um, yeah um so once people start leaving or like you know the common room empties um they get the cloak and um let's see his eyes oh, harry harry makes sure to grab the flute that Hagrid given him for christmas um, he pocketed he pocketed it to use on Fluffy. He didn't feel much like singing. <laughs> and then I wonder if Harry can sing. Probably from not. the shadows in the corner of the room, what are you doing? Neville appeared behind an armchair, clutching Trevor the Toad, who looked as though he'd been making another bid for freedom. Okay, real quick, I decided that at some point somebody needs to write the adventures of Trevor the Toad. We need to know what he what he does, like, because all of a sudden I'm like really interested in Trevor. I nominate you, with you, bro. Maybe we'll see. Those would be great. They'd probably be like a good cartoon. Those would be a great cartoon. Yeah. Or I, I also feel like I feel like comic, if somebody knows how to draw, when Crookshanks we can like make the adventures of of Trevor the Toad, and then it's like the things like sometimes he'll like he doesn't really hang out with Scabbers because he's a little it's a little weird. Like he tried one time, then he was like, "You're not right." You shady, bro. Yeah. Um, no, I would love... a human, though. Yeah. <laughs> I would love, like, to see him and Crookshanks getting together mm-hmm. when um, Sirius comes. Right. I would love to see that. Um, you and your dad did some really great, like, The Adventures of Kwanzaa Jackson. Maybe you could do those again, but The Adventures... I can't of- really draw animals, though. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I can draw people, like... Yeah, I can't really draw animals. I never practiced when I was little, so... But if somebody somebody who listens to this is like really good at drawing and you want to like do a comic book about the adventures of Trevor the Toad, we will write. You will draw, or you can do all of it, or whatever. We'll work it. We'll make it happen. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Um, Umoja, <laughs> Kumba, creativity. Oh, look at us! Look at the look at the quantum spirit coming out right now. <laughs> this was a team. Oh Lord. Okay. Um. Anyway, back to, like, serious business that's actually happening in the plot. <laughs> she said serious. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, you're going out again, he said. No, 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 said Hermione. No, we're not. Why don't you just go to bed, Neville? You can't go out. You'll be caught again. Gryffindor will be in even more trouble. You don't understand, said Harry. This is important. But Neville was clearly stilling himself to do something desperate. I, I won't let you, he said, hurrying to stand in front of the porch hole. I'll, I'll fight you. Neville, Ron exploded. Get away from that hole and don't be an idiot. Don't you dare call me an idiot. You don't think you, I don't think you should be breaking any more rules. And you are the one who told me to stand up to people. Yes, but not to us, said Ron in exasperation. Neville, you don't know what you're doing. Go on then. Try and hit me. I'm ready. 
Neville said, raising his fist. Get your wand out. Get your wand out, Neville. Yeah. You a wizard. It's never a good time when you don't pull out your wand. Ask James and Lily Potter. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Why I'm do sorry. you do these things? I'm sorry. No, nope, moment of silence. All right. All right. Harry You're turned- a wizard, Neville. Get your wand out. Harry turned to Hermione. Do something, he said desperately. <laughs> Neville, she said, I'm really, really sorry about this. She raised her wand. Petrificus totalis. Um, Neville's arm snapped to his sides, his legs, spread, his legs sprang together, his whole body rigid, he swayed where he stood, and then fell flat on his face, stiff as a board. Um, Neville's jaws were jammed together so he couldn't speak, only his eyes were moving, looking at them in horror. What have you done to him, Harry whispered. It's a full body bind, said Hermione miserably. miserably. Oh, Neville, I'm so sorry. We had to, Neville. No time to explain, said Harry. You'll understand later, Neville, said Ron, as they stepped over him and put on the invisibility cloak. Like, they love him. Like, even though they're like, you know, they'll fill him in about this later. Um, but it's just like, oh. They really are sorry about it. Yeah. Like, they, they're not just like, well, whatever. Like, oh, <laughs> Never catch away. Who cares? Yeah. And but I like, think Neville starts to, like, understand that they do wish the best for him. And, like, maybe he's not core trio. But they he's don't. trio adjacent. Yeah. And they don't want to hurt him. It's just like, bruh, we are the only things standing between you don't Voldemort even, You don't even Chase. understand. You don't even know, Neville. Like, no one else. McGonagall, she ain't doing nothing. I got so, like, Harry's like, I, I'm so much more well-prepared for this than Professor McGonagall. I have to do this, Neville. I'm sorry. It, it's gotta be me. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be me. <laughs> Aww. Little in sync. Love it. Random. Um, I was at CVS one time and I think it was in sync with and I was just singing it and I was like, I did not realize I knew this whole song. It's so weird. And then I thought it That is good cousinship. Mm. Steering her in the right direction. Okay. That reminds me of one time I was uh, driving her, uh, driving Bayana's younger brother around and we were listening to Jesse McCartney and he was literally bobbing his head. Like, he was, like, not, like, I won't say he was into it, but he didn't hate it. Because usually he would be like, oh, turn this off, like, right away. And then he was like, who is this? Inquisitively, because he was interested, and I said, oh, this is Jesse McCartney. And he was like, no. Nah. <laughs> I was like, it's too late. <laughs> I already seen you. That's literally, yeah, that's how he does. Yeah. As soon as he found out who it was, he, he had to, like, be like, I cannot. And I'm like, yes, you can, because you've been doing it. Anyway, leaving Neville lying motionless on the floor didn't feel like a good omen. In their nervous state, every statue's shadow looked like filch. Every distant breath of wind sounded like Peeves swooping down on them. Um, um, and then Peeves does swoop down on them. Um, who's there? No, you're there. Even if I can't see you, are you a ghoulie or ghosty or wee student beastie? Um, he- should call filch, I should. If something's a creeping around unseen. Harry had a sudden idea. Peeves, he said in a hoarse whisper. The bloody Baron has his own reasons for being invisible. So sorry, your bloodiness, Mr. Baron, sir. My mistake, my mistake. I didn't see you. Of course I didn't. You're invisible. Forgive old Peeves, old Peeves his little joke, sir. I have business here, Peeves. Stay away from this place tonight. I will, sir. I most certainly will. Hope your business goes well, Baron. I'll not bother you. And he scooted off. 
Brilliant, Harry whispered Ron. And a few seconds later, there they were outside of the third floor corridor. The door was already ajar. Um, so, yes, yeah, so they go in. Um, oh, <laughs> Harry again. <laughs> if you want to go back, I won't blame you. You can take the cloak. I won't need it now. Don't be stupid. We're coming. I feel um, like that's like Ron saying he's just like, Bruh, seriously? Come on, fam. Shut up. Let's like, go. Come on now, fam. You wasting time with this. Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Family. Um, <laughs> Sorry, you may not be able to hear her, but Aminata is doing Aminata things. Um, so Harry pushes the door open. I would also say that he doesn't even, he like says it the way that you're like, oh, you want this last piece of chicken? No? Okay, got it. And you're already grabbing for it or candy or whatever. Like he says it, but there's no conviction behind it because he just like pushes the door open. Right. After Hermione says, we're coming. Um, so. There's low rumbling, and all three of the dogs know they sniff madly in their direction, even though it couldn't see them. Um, they see a heart at the bottom, and unlike in the movie where it's just playing magically, it stopped playing, um, and Harry blows the flute. Um, it wasn't really a tune, but from the first note, the beast's eyes began to droop. Um, so slowly, the dog begins to like fall asleep. It's so weird sometimes. Like I sometimes think of Fluffy as like three dogs, even though I know it's a three-headed dog. Mm-hmm. So like seeing it like the dog and not mm-hmm. like the dogs is hella funny to me. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's random. Um, so they move over to the trap door, um, and so they they open it, and there's nothing to see. It's all black. There's no way of climbing down. They'll just have to drop. Um, so Harry decides he wants to go first because he's Harry Potter and that's what he does. Um, Harry gives the flute to Hermione um, and then he jumps. Well, no, before he says, if anything happens to me, don't follow. Go straight to the Allery and send Hedwig to Dumbledore. Right. They could have done. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Not a great time to come up with a plan. We should have probably came up with a plan and then went into the third floor. Or got to the Allery and sent the mail and then went to the, but it's cool. That, Whatever. That's true as well. Yeah. Um, you could have doubled your totally choice. Totally fine. You, you find keep out, out of trouble we, and you double your choices. It's true. It's I'm with true. you, but the situation is fraught. You got to be carefully talked. If you talk, you're going to get... Um, like eaten by Fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but luckily McGonagall, as we find out in the next chapter, was on it and like sent an owl and like brought him back and they didn't have to worry about all that. Yeah. Um, Which is another thing. It's like... Or wait, even no, if she's, or maybe Ron and Hermione go and send them... No, no, no. They do because they run into Dumbledore because McGonagall sent them a thing. If something happens, whatever. We'll find out next week <laughs> on Wizard Team. Um, <laughs> next week. Bum, bum, bum. Right. Um, so Harry um, hands the fleet over to Hermione, climbed over and looked down the trap door. No, There was no sign of the bottom. He, oh, you, we, you skipped, you we already that. did that, didn't yeah. we? Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway. So then he drops down and lands on, lands on something soft. It's okay. It's a soft landing. You can jump. So Ron follows, and then Hermione follows. Um, we must be miles under the school. My thing is, like, how many, like, corridors are there miles under the school? It's like this one, the Chamber of Secrets. At least two. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a secret big, passageway is in Hogwarts. It, it's a big castle. It is. I know. And there's a bunch of magical people that lived in that castle that wanted to keep their own stuff, their own stuff. I guess. I wonder whose chamber this is. I'm sure it's, like, Dumbledore's. He's like, he's just a little pudding, just add a little bit. He's like, oh, there. Slytherin got to make a chamber. Right. I want a chamber. Man, fetch. Might as well. I do my, I do what I want. Pretty much. Um, so, lucky this plant thing's here, really, said Ron. 
Lucky, shrieked Hermione. Look at both of you. She leapt up, struggling and struggled towards the damp wall. She had to struggle because the moment she landed, the plant had started to twist snake-like tendrils around her ankles. After Harry and Ron, their legs had already been bound tightly in the long creepers without their noticing because adrenaline is a hell of a drug. Pretty much. Um, Stop moving. I know what this is. It's Devil's Snare. Oh, I'm so glad we know what it's called. That's a great help, snarled Ron, leaning back, trying to stop the plant from curling around its neck. Shut up. I'm trying to remember how to kill it. Well, hurry up. I can't breathe, Harry gasped. Devil snare, devil snare. What did Professor Sprout say? It likes the dark and damp. So light a fire, Harry choked. Yes, of course, but there's no wood. Have you gone mad? Are you a witch or not? Oh, right, said Hermione, and she whips out her wand, muttered something, and sent a a jet of the same bluebell flames she had used on Snape at the plant. In a matter of seconds, the two boys felt it's it's loosening its grip as it cringed away from the light and warmth. Um, so the whole, like, relax, it'll only kill you faster thing, was that really only in the book? movie? Movie, right? Yeah. That's so weird. Anyway. Because um, she had to be able to, I don't know why they did that, too, because she still needs to use the light. Yeah. To, and she doesn't light a fire, right? She just does, like, Lumos or yeah. something. Um, but I do like Ron more in the book than in the movie. Because right. he's just screaming, well, the overacting, you know. I mean, yeah, you know, they don't. <laughs> the writing of Ron too we could talk about later, yeah but, we'll um, talk about that on December 26th well that's in the tweet. during the live tweet and then on 31st when the episode actually goes out oh yeah we'll talk about that later <laughs> um okay <laughs> lucky you pay attention in herbology Hermione yeah said Ron and lucky Harry doesn't lose his head in a crisis there's no wood honestly <laughs> <laughs> I love Ron <laughs> um so all they could hear apart from their footsteps was a gentle trip a drip of water down the walls. The passageway sloped downward and Harry was reminded of Gringotts. With an unpleasant jolt of the heart, he remembered the dragon said to be guarding vaults in the wizard's bank. If they met a dragon, a, what if they met a dragon, a fully grown dragon? Norbert had been bad enough. When you meet I mean, a fully grown dragon, y'all be ready. You, yeah, you, you got this, Harry Potter. You, you need six more years, but you got it. Three. Oh yeah, Harry's got dra- yep, yep. Yup. <laughs> um, so they um, they hear something, they keep moving, and then they see um, a room full of small, jewel-bright birds fluttering and tumbling all around the room. On the opposite side of the chamber was a heavy wooden door. Um, so they, they assume that, they, that they're going to attack if they cross the room. So they, like, run up. So Harry runs across the room. He expects to feel sharp beaks and claws tearing at him any second, but nothing happened. Sorry, he reached the door untouched. He pulled the handle, but it was locked. Um, so they're looking around, and they realize that they're keys. And I have a winged key necklace. I want one. It's so cute. You can buy anything because capitalism. Um, That's very true. And they just take advantage of me, and I just love them. <laughs> um, so then they see broomsticks. I'm trying to figure out why there are three broomsticks and not just, like, one. Or, like, That's- why aren't there, like, four? There are Three. three. Like, yeah. why are there not, like, That's really five specific. or a bunch? Right. There are three. Maybe because to get through, you're thinking Dumbledore, Nicholas Flamel, and his wife? Or another teacher? No, it doesn't seem necessary. It's very convenient. It's real convenient. Anyways, um, so you see all the keys. Um, we're looking for a big, old-fashioned one, probably silver, like a ha- like the handle. Actually, it doesn't say three. It just says... They each seized a broomstick. It just says broomsticks, but I'm like, how many are there, and why is there more? I really want to know why there's more than one. It really doesn't need... 
Like it helps that Harry, like that Hermione and Ron also mm-hmm. have broomsticks, but like it seems weird that there would be more than one. Yeah. So that's one thing the movie kind of fixes because there is only one. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking for a big old-fashioned one, probably silver, like the handle. Ron is brilliant. Yep. He really comes in clutch. She does. Um, so they're they're looking around, looking for keys, trying to catch one. Um, and it says, not for nothing, though, was Harry the youngest seeker in a century. He had a knack for spotting things other people didn't. After a minute's weaving around about through the whirl of rainbow feathers, he noticed a large silver key that had a bent wing as if it had already been caught and stuffed roughly into the keyhole. Um, that one, he called to the others, the, the, that big one there. No, there, with the bright blue wings. The feathers are all crumpled on, on one side. Ron went um, speeding in the direction that Harry was pointing to, crashed into the filling and nearly fell off his broom. We've got to close in on it, Harry called, not taking his eyes off the key. Ron, you come down at it from above, Hermione, stay below and stop it from going down, and I'll try to catch it right now. And they do it, and they catch it. And so I was writing, like, and this is something we've already kind of mentioned, but, like, it's so weird that each protection that happens is something that one of the three of them excels at. Yeah. Like, like a couple, two of them are Hermione, which seems apt that, like, more than one would be Hermione, and then, like, one is Harry and one is Ron, but that's just so, like just convenient and like it's fine we know it's a children's story and like Plot. it's what it is but Plot. it's, it's kind of weird <laughs> um this when we were reading it for the first time felt like brilliant exactly. we, we were holding our breath this we were, is amazing oh my god how are they gonna do it they caught the key oh my god so oh lucky that Ron knows wizard's chest oh what god. did he do it's a huge chessboard. oh my god but even though i mean Again, I do actually really like the chess, like that's that part of it because it's like, legit. It like it's a, but also it like no, go away. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> sorry that break brought to you by Aminata. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean I like it because it, it it does we do get to see like Ron's talents in a way that's like not. And maybe because we've I've I've seen the movies more recently than like read the books, but like the movies don't really like show Ron's skills as much. They, and even the books don't as much either. It's like I always when I think of Ron, I think of him as being pretty much Harry. Like him and Harry are very similar, except Harry is also the chosen one and like excels at defense against the dark arts. Whereas like Ron doesn't necessarily have a like a he's specialty. he's cool at school. Like, he's not like bad at school. He's like average, but he doesn't have he's a specific not average though, right? Because he becomes a prefect. So is that have anything to do that with that? Has nothing oh, okay. to do with school. That has to do with like moral. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like he just it's. In terms of school, he doesn't have, like, that one thing that he's super good at. Or, like, he, in general, he doesn't have that. He's just, like, a pretty average kid. And he has, like, a great family. And he's, like, a great friend. He's, like, a cool dude. But, like, this is one time we actually see him excel at something. Um, especially something that's, like, that Harry and Hermione aren't also good at. Yeah. Like, they both I think when I think of Ron, at. like, his strengths are, um, he usually does better than Hermione and Harry to a different in a different way of keeping his wits about him like like he'll panic a little bit but he'll still be like he doesn't he know like are you are you not a witch or not like right he isn't he doesn't get besides not movie this, Ron though My, movie yeah. Ron got the is clutch with that, oh, with that scared face <laughs> he's clutch oh. with the whimpering <laughs> yeah but um he so for for me Ron is like a like he's steady, right? And mm-hmm. that and that is shown 
Like, I mean, I guess you could think of it as being a little boring and he's, like, average and, you know, whatever, but, like... But he's not really, because he's really, he's really good with the comebacks. He's, like, a Yeah, great. he's, like, witty, he's mm-hmm. quick, and he's, he's steady. Like, he's able to kind of, except for when the horror crux got to him, and... I mean, he has insecurities, and, yeah. like, I mean, he's a three image of character. He's, like, he's insecure, he's he's not, nasty He's not sometimes. always, like, and it's just, like, like, Harry. Like, Harry isn't always, um... I don't know, he's kind of always self, like selfless, but he's selfless, but he's still like really, he still doesn't he, he can be nasty. He's, he's obnoxious sometimes. Yeah, he can, yeah, so Harry, arrogant. he's definitely arrogant. He's arrogant, yeah. But, so like, yeah, it's like, the, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that Harry is arrogant, but he can be arrogant. Right. In the same way that I would say that um, Ron isn't a, like, afraid all the time or like he's not he's not panicky but he can panic um or he can lose his bravery but I think he's able to like recognize the strengths in both Harry and Hermione and be able to be like hey yo aren't you a witch come on now right you you got this or um oh we should go make sure the house elves know that they should get out of here. You know, like he's thinking about things. Like he's always like able to point something out mm-hmm. in the, you know, yeah, whatever. So definitely just figure out how I'm going to describe Ron. But yeah, it's definitely like, we, we all have some more to say, like, yeah, as he gets deeper, but yeah. Um, okay. He's so not, but the, the movie did him a little dirty. They did. Look but he cute. was so cute with the, I hate spiders. <laughs> Why couldn't it be follow the butterflies? <laughs> Um, okay. Anyway, um, so they come into they come to the next chamber and they realize that it's a huge chessboard. So perfect for first years, like uh-huh. Ron. Exactly. Ron just happens to be like one of the best wizard chess players ever. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, so, oh, that's it. He's strategic. That's what Ron is. Ron uh, is strategic. Right. So Harry's sitting there like, no, what do we do? And Ron's like, we we play chess. Right. <laughs> Come on, Harry. Come on, son. You ain't no Ravenclaw. Nope. It's a big chess board. There's a door on this side. There's a door on that side. If we want to keep going, we play, the play game. chess. We don't just walk through the chess board <laughs> like, oh, this is lovely. Right. Come on. This is cute. This yeah. is cool. Okay. You, okay. You when I get a house, I might put a life-size chess board in here like this, too. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I like this. Scoping it out. Yeah. You know. No. That's not how it works, Harry Potter. Um, okay, so they, um, so Harry, or Ron decides, um, that he's gonna, you know, (laughs) take charge. He's like, now don't be offended or anything, but neither of you are good at chess. Um, and so Harry, so Ron is like, okay, Harry, you take the place of that bishop and Hermione, you go there instead of that castle. Um, and then Ron, I'm going to be a knight. Like the mirror of Eris said, you're going to be head boy and in charge and important. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So they start the game. Um, their first real shot came when the other knight was taken. The white queen smashed him to the floor and dragged him off the board. He lay, he, well, sorry, where he lay quite still face down. Um, had to let that happen, said Ron looking shaken. Leaves you free to take that bitch, Hermione. Go on. I will say, though, that this in this one, like, they get knocked out, but they don't, like, crumble into pieces crumble and like, yeah <laughs> which is like i know it's magic and then after the game's over they probably like snap back together yeah. but it was just like Damn. oh but i think in the in the in the like little i will see in a couple weeks when we actually watch it but like um 
I feel like when like this the mini like the real version mm-hmm. or whatever. I think they also broke into pieces, so it would have to be like some kind of. I feel like they broke into pieces. I wouldn't because it was like because Hermione comes in and is like it, he hits him with the chair and then Hermione's like that's, that's barbaric. barbaric and he's like it's that's wizard wizard's chest. chest. Yeah, which okay. is also funny because it's like oh why would you put wizard in front of it? Um, oh, it just reminded me that in Deathly Hallows Part Two when they go to see the dragon. And um, they like, and the gobble explains that they're like expected to like feel pain when they hear the little clacker mm-hmm. thing. And then Hermione says, "That's barbaric." Sorry, nerd. So um, the white. Wait, 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 no. So every time one of their men was lost, the white pieces showed no mercy. Soon there was a huddle of limp black play- players slumped along the wall. So that's why I just realized, like, they don't say like broken or anything, but um, yeah. Ron only just noticed in time that Harry and Hermione were in danger. He himself darted around the board, taking almost as many white pieces as they had lost black ones. We're nearly there, he oh. muttered suddenly. I was thinking, like, so when, I wonder what they do. Does Harry, does Ron have something where he's, like, he's able to, like, move around? No, no, I know he's able oh. to move around, but I'm like, the, the, you know, the white pieces and, like, the, you know, the actual pieces are, like, hitting each other upside the head. Like, how does Ron take a Ron's probably like, go sit down. <laughs> You're done now. Goodbye. Like it's not yeah. like he. It's not like regular wizard chess where they're doing it where they're doing it for you. And mm-hmm. like I'm sure he doesn't have like a baseball bat or some shit. <laughs> or he's like ah. Like he's yeah. probably just like yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I took I took your spot. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. So the white queen turns her blank face toward him. Yes, he says softly. It's the only way. I've got to be taken. No, Harry and Hermione shouted. That's chess, snapped Ron. You've got to make some sacrifices. I'll make my move and she'll take me. That leaves you free to checkmate the king, Harry. But do you want to stop Snape or not? Ron. Look, if you don't hurry up, he'll already have the stone. There is no alternative. Okay, can we just talk about... In the, I know we're going to have a podcast about the movie when he's like... When this is technically the last... In the movie, this is the last part before he goes to see, like whoever it is who has a stone, whatever. Um, And he's like, he's like, you have to go. Not Not me, not Hermione, you. (laughs) It's like, um, you do realize that like, Hermione could like, anyway, whatever. doesn't matter. But then Hermione lets you know, which we'll get to, but you know, you know, books and cleverness. cleverness, There are other things. I'll let you, I'll let you read that one. Um, Um, Okay. So they, um, he stepped forward, and yeah. the White Queen pounced. She struck. She struck Ron hard across the head with her stone arm, and he crashed to the floor. That's you didn't have to hit him in the head. That's seriously. Cool. Hermione screamed, but stayed on her square. Um, the White Queen dragged Ron to one side. He looked as if he'd been knocked out. Probably. Like, he got hit over the head with a stone arm, so probably, yeah, concussed. Maybe at least. Good thing shaking, Adam Comfrey comes through. Seriously, shaking him is three spaces to the left. And the white king took off his crown and threw it at Harry's feet. They had won. We won. We won. We won. Okay, sorry. The chessmen parted and bowed, leaving the door ahead clear. With that last desperate look back at Ron, Harry and Hermione charged through the door and up the next passageway. Um, <clears throat> so then they're like, what? Well, Hermione says, what if he's, he'll be all right, said Harry. What do you reckon is next? We've had sprouts. That was a double snare. Flitwick must have put charms on the keys and McGonagall transfigured the chessmen to make them alive. That leaves Quirrell, Spell, and Snoops. Okay, really quickly. Um, so if the enchantments are supposed to be so big and bad and like no mere first year can get it, why would Sprout put devil snare 
And, and then he's teaching about and it then in first why year. Would you, yeah, and then teach about it to first years. Seems more importantly, like, they would have done, like, something then, where you have to, like... And then why would you expect that no one knew how to take care of Devil's Snare if they learned it in their first year at Hogwarts? Probably because they're not thinking that first years would be dumb enough to try this. So by the seventh year or older, you would have forgotten about Devil's Snare. It's not something that you see very often. I don't know. Plot. Doesn't seem smart. Plot. Um, anyway, yeah. Doesn't seem... Yeah, whatever. Doesn't seem smart. Um... So then they get to the next door. A disgusting smell filled their nostrils, making them both pull their robes up over their noses. Eyes watering, they saw a flat. They saw a flat on the floor in front of them. A troll even larger than the one they had tackled, out cold and with a bloody lump on his head. Side note: So how is Halloween not suspicious? If Quirrell's like, this is Quirrell's protection, but he ran into the into the thing, troll in the dungeon, like and fainted and was like terrified. But if this is his specialty, and like he that was his protection. How is that not? So this is what I was thinking, and I kind of have like a um, headcanon for it, um, <laughs> that he then explains to Dumbledore and the rest of the faculty that the troll that was supposed to be in the protections, he went to make sure that it was like fed or whatever, because I'm assuming they got to eat, and it got and it escaped. Mm-hmm. No, this is a different one. Yeah, they had to put a new one in. But what I'm saying is, my thing is not not that not how could he he didn't need to nobody knew that he went into the tried to get past Fluffy. What I'm saying is how when like they didn't think like oh maybe Quirrell let this troll in or got the troll out or whatever. He's terrified, but he's also supposed to be like his specialty is supposed to be trolls. Plot. So um. <laughs> like how are you gonna terrify <laughs> trolls but also can control them? They open the next door, both of them hardly daring to look at what came next. There is nothing very frightening in here. Just a table with seven shaped bottles standing out, standing on it in a line. Snape said, Harry, what do we have to do? Who talks like that? Just do it. (laughs) So they stepped over the threshold and immediately a fire sprang up behind them in the doorway. And it wasn't an ordinary fire. It was purple. In the same instant, black flames shot up in the doorway leading onward. They were trapped. Look, Hermione said, seizing a roll of paper line next to the bottles. Harry looked over her shoulder and read it. Um, this, no, we don't need to read it. Okay, it has all of the things that you need. Um, it's instructions, basically. So Hermione let out a great sigh. Brilliant. This isn't magic, it's logic. A puzzle. A lot of the greatest wizards haven't got an ounce of logic. They'd be stuck in here forever. Hashtag Ravenclaw. Hashtag Ravenclaw. And then, um... Harry says, but won't we? And Hermione says, I'm highly logical, and that allows me to see... No, she... <laughs> <laughs> allows me to... What was it? Like, it's like, you're brilliant, Hermione. Actually, Actually I'm highly, highly logical, logical. Which allows me to look... Uh, past things, people... It allows me to look past, like, something and, like... Extemporaneous you know, things that get in the way, or whatever. From whatever. It's a great line. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Emma Watson for that. Everything we need is here on this paper. Seven bottles. Three are poison. Two are wine. One will get us safely through the black fire. The other one will get us back through the purple. How do we know which to drink? Give me a minute. Um, so she gets it and she's like, the smallest bottle will get us through the black fire towards the stone. There's only enough for one of us, he said. That's hardly one swallow. Which one will get you back through the purple flames? Hermione pointed to a rounded bottle at the end of the line. You drink that, said Harry. No, listen. Get back and get Ron. 
Grab brooms from the flying key room. They'll get you out of the trap door and past Fluffy. Go straight to the Allery and send Hedwig to Dumbledore. We need him. I might not be able to hold off. I might be able to hold Snape off for a while, but I'm no match for him, really. I'm glad you know that. Yeah, but it, why did it take you until you're literally also, a doorstep like, away? That's what I'm saying. To even, like, consider, like, oh, I'm going to do this, but how am I going to actually defeat the person, even if I get past all the enchantments? Hmm. That hmm. new emoji where it's, like, the finger. The- yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Curious, curious. Um, I think too that well, because he says like I'm gonna go get the stone first, and they re- quickly realize oh, that like that's oh not that's true. not gonna happen. Um, so Harry, what if it's you know who with him? Well, I was lucky once, wasn't I? Harry pointed to the scar. I might get lucky again. Like that's some ego, but all right, that's more like optimism, but it's like <laughs> fake. It's yeah. like fake opti- optimism. I see you, but it's also like what kind of eleven-year-old is so ready to martyr themselves that's like that weird. though? Like I know you've been living with the Dursleys for a while, and that you're like a genuinely good kid. But there is a difference between being like altruistic and like a decent human being, and then also being like, well, mm. don't die. Might as well. There are things worse than death. Maybe at eighteen. I'm sorry, he said that, like, earlier. I know. But I'm saying, maybe once you get older. Yeah. You kissed your first girl. <laughs> right. You've, like, flown a dragon. You've learned over, how to operate. Yeah. You get to go to the the Quidditch World Cup. You know. Something. Something. Something else. Something else. Um, so... You drink first. You are sure which is which, aren't you? Positive. She took a long drink from the background bottle and shuddled. It shuddered. It's not poison. No. Oh, but you missed your part. Oh. Dang it. I'm not as good as you. All right. Harry, you're a great wizard. You know, I'm not as good as you. Me, books and cleverness, there are more important things. Friendship and bravery and, oh, Harry, be careful. Oh, Harry, be careful. Because you don't know what you don't know what you're doing. Mm-mm. Um, so yeah, so Hermione drinks her bottle of I was gonna say wine, but po- her potion. Um no, it's like ice. Quick, go before it wears off. Good luck, take care, go. Hermione turns and walks straight through the purple fire. Harry took a deep breath, picked up the smallest bottle. He turned to face the black flames. Here I come, he said. He drained the little bottle in one gulp. It was indeed as though ice was flooding in his body. He put the bottle down and walked forward. He braced himself, saw the black frames licking his body, but couldn't feel them. For a moment, he felt he could see nothing but dark fire. Then he was on the other side, in the last chamber. But there was already someone there. But it wasn't Snape. And it wasn't Voldemort. Bum, bum, bum. Who is it? Oh, my Next goodness. Next time on Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. We find out who did this. Who is it? Who did this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, so time for us to nominate the real MVP of the chapter and who was benched in this chapter. Um, so I said for the real, real MVP, I said Ron and Hermione just because of like how they stick by Harry. Um, but if I had to choose one, I would choose Ron because we really got to see him shine in this chapter. And like Hermione pretty much did like what she does, you know? So I feel like... I love, I mean, I love Hermione. I am Hermione. But I feel like we've gotten to see Hermione. This is like the first time we really get to see, like, Ron flex his, his muscles. Um, I'm so, so yeah. I'm so proud that you chose Ron over Hermione. I just <laughs> didn't expect it. Um, so my MVP was Harry. 
Um, I attribute it both to like the, oh, duh, how did, how did Hagrid get the dragon egg? Like finally like connecting those dots. And then his, his little monologue about, you know, death coming eventually might as well be on my terms or whatever. Mm -hmm. I will not go to the dark side. This has (laughs) to happen. I just love those like standing on a table moment and, and pronouncing your, your belief system. Um, and he, people should do that more often. I mean, actually, nobody would care. Like, no, up, they really wouldn't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit this job. All right. Do you know what it kind of reminded me of when you said that? Like, so we went to a screening of um, Pompeii, my Aww, favorite movie. That movie is so terrible. But it's, it's awesome. So amazing. We're gonna have to live tweet that. At yeah. Some point. So it's when great. we're like standing there, or we're waiting for the screening to happen, and oh, this that? dude comes in, <laughs> okay, and so. he's like. Yo, give it up for my man. He plays blah blah blah, and like literally, like the movie. No, we don't even know who who he plays. He just didn't even doesn't even show that he was. He was like in the movie, but we were like, "Who are you?" We haven't seen the movie, so we don't even know what part you play. Like, if you want to autograph, that's the movie. Yeah, and we were like, I don't even know who this is. Who is you? Never seen him before in my life. He actually had a decent role in the movie, but like everyone in the audience was just like. crickets (laughs) crickets <laughs> because you're like I don't know who you are sir um but yeah anyway neither here nor there that just reminded me of it when you were like people standing on tables and nobody would care right <laughs> um maybe she's looking at you like why yeah I believe um anyway it's basically the people outside of BART that tell you that the end is coming yeah and, uh, except yeah so I benched Dumbledore okay um I just you know like Despite the even despite the fact that like the ministry came or said it was urgent, um, it's finals. You ain't nowhere around. You it. I don't. It just feels like he's been like playing chess with Harry this time. Like just in case, ha ha ha. Here's your invisibility cloak. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe he means that for like later on in life, but it just seems a little too convenient. That was from the last chapter. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. just, oh, just in like case, now and now I'm going to dip and go to London. And, like, you can apparate there, figure out, like, oh, nope, and then apparate back. Like, yeah. I'm sure the walk to and from Hogsmeade is not that strenuous. No, it's definitely not. I don't know. So, yeah, I just it seemed a little too convenient. And another time where he was like, eh, this could be dangerous. They might die. But... They might not. Let's see what happens. <laughs> um, yeah, I could, again, like, I couldn't really bench anything, anyone specific, like, same with the MVP. This is actually kind of the, ob- the opposite problem that we had last week. Yeah. Because um, nobody was, like, especially, like, you know, Snape was his regular horrible, like, you McGonagall can't bench- was pretty reasonable. Yeah, like, McGonagall, you can't, you bench, can't Snape. bench Snape when you know that he, it wasn't even him, like. And also know. when, it, in the chapter, he goes, someone might think you're. Up to something. Because then you're benching Alan Rickman. And you can't, can't really do that. You can't do that. So, you know, whatever. You can mm-hmm. bench Hagrid, but we've benched Hagrid for the last two times. And he didn't really do that much in this one other than, like, recount some other shit he did before. That he when he, when we already benched him. Yeah. Recount, pre-accounted the stuff that we already benched him for. So, I just benched the Hogwarts teachers as a whole, but, like, most specifically, like, Sprout, McGonagall, Flitwick, Quirrell, and Snape. Like, the ones who have... And Hagrid, I guess, is in that. But the ones who, like, have the enchantments because somehow... They managed to choose all the enchantments that these three 11-year-old kids would be really and good at. Actually, like, Hagrid's 
contribution was the best contribution. It was just that he, he not gotten drunk yeah, and it's been just that he doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. Yeah, and been like um, seduced by a dragon egg. We wouldn't have this problem. Nope. Um, yeah, I think that's like a good. I I can go with that. I can see that. Yeah. Um, and then I that also doubles down on my benching of Dumbledore because, like, why weren't you, like, no, fail, try again. Right, like, why not have some stuff that's, like, newt-level, like, At least. Like, at the very least. There's some shit that they learn later on that they should have been able to... Well, you know, like, what's also very convenient is that they're... They know that someone is up to trying to get the Sorcerer's Stone, which is why they moved it from Gringotts and Mm -hmm. put it in Hogwarts. So, if you know that someone's after it, you have that much intel that someone's trying to steal it, then you definitely should be like, I guess they're just like overly optimistic about Hogwarts. Like, people are overly optimistic about Hogwarts really as entire are. That's series. That's like a theme. Really. But as long as, we're, past Hogwarts, as, long as like, we're in Hogwarts, we're safe. And it's like, were you not around last year when, like... The Sorcerer's Stone, and then the year after that, when there was a big old basilisk dying and stuff, and then the year after that, when the mass murderer, notorious mass murderer, serious black came, and then the year after that, when there was someone here in there teaching classes and then messing with the child with the tournament, court creep, court he turned into the thing, like the fact, y'all, like, and then you let freaking Umbridge in there, which, like, again, at that point, it kind of makes sense why the ministry would want to send somebody. Low-key. It's not like they didn't have any, like, reason. reason. Like, the last four years have kind of been a mess. Yeah. I feel like Fudge was like, I see what's happening here, but I'm not going to challenge you, Dumbledore, until I know I'm going to have to challenge you. But then he just challenges them in the dumbest way ever because it's really not about the students. It's about his, like, ego. Whatever. We'll get to Order of the Phoenix later. And we'll and have lots probably, of rants. Those episodes will probably be like three hours long. I'm yeah, we're gonna have to do something about that. Doesn't matter. We have like three. We'll, years yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out in three years, and maybe y'all will just have more patience with us. Because for sure, if we're going an hour and a half on most of the chapters in Sorcerer's Stone, by the time we get to Prisoner of Azkaban, <laughs> jeez, man, specifically Order of the Phoenix. I mean, yeah, I think it's both of our like. It's my favorite book. And it's like my second favorite book. Yeah. Prisoner of Asking Death is my favorite book, but... I'm switched. Yeah, but it's like right there. Yeah. So Okay, next week we will be discussing the final chapter of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, chapter 17, The Man with Two Faces. Oh, I wonder <laughs> who that could be. Um, make sure to read and follow along. We, um, If you want to join the conversation on Twitter, you can use the hashtag wizard team and or at us at we black and nerds. Make sure to let us know who you would bench and who you would name the real MVP of this chapter, mm-hmm. chapter 16. Um, and then don't forget, we'll be doing a live tweet of the Sorcerer's Stone movie on December 26th, 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time, 8 p.m. Central, like whatever. Lots of time. 7 p.m. Mountain. <laughs> I, I learned that the other day. <laughs> Someone was like, I'm on mountain time. And I was like, what? What is that? 3 p.m. And if you're in Hawaii, listen to Yeah. Nice afternoon. Pick me up if you're in Hawaii. If you happen to be in Ghana, that's like seven hours. That's like one in the morning. London. That's um, also like like one one in the morning. morning, One or two. Yeah. You know, if if you're just like up and you decide that you would like to do this. If you're in Indonesia, um, well, just catch us later because you should be asleep. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Okay. So, um, yeah, and then, again, let's wait. Oh, yeah, so in our last episode, so that's the episode after next, 
we are going to recap both the book and the movie, um, as well as figure out who was the real MVP and who was benched for the entire book. And then in January, we're going to start Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. So we will finally be on a new book, which I think after... Well, no, like after Chamber of Secrets, then like they'll be it'll be like longer, like for each book. Cause yeah, the after Chamber, Chamber of Secrets, Secrets is only one chapter shit longer than gets real. Yeah, I mean, I'm, Chamber of Secrets is actually pretty. I feel like we're gonna read it and be like, oh, okay, pretty raw. It's gonna get pretty real. That was actually terrifying. Someone died. Or no, nah. no one died, but someone did die. Yeah, there was death at every turn pretty in Chamber much. of Secrets. That was that's yeah. legit scary. Yeah, and we'll see. Um, New characters, people coming from similar plot, but you know, it's, that's we'll talk about that. <laughs> we get we get more Draco, more Dudley, Lucius, Lucius. Um. Anyway, thank you for listening. Um. Don't forget, you can you know, whatever social media, blah blah blah. It's okay, so you can follow us on Twitter Why? at We Black and Nerd. Like us on Facebook at Black Girls Nerd Out. We're on Tumblr and Instagram as well at Black Girls Nerd Out. And we appreciate you listening. And we are so excited to talk to you more about Harry Potter. And we cannot wait to live tweet with you. Have a great. Oh yeah. Also, you know, if you well, no, I don't like live tweeting shows when I'm watching them generally, unless I've seen it before. But the Christmas special of Doctor Who comes on the day before we do our live tweet of Harry Potter. So if you're just like a huge nerd, just watch that because it's gonna be awesome. And now every song. So excited about that! I'm watching that. Um, I think we're all watching times. that. I think we're all watching it. Yeah. So um, it. I feel like we should do like a little like. No, well, it's over now, but we should, like, when Doctor Who comes back, do, like, a Doctor Who corner. Maybe um, by the time, well, we can't do it no. in this part. Maybe by the time, like, the next season comes out, we'll be, like, in a space where we can <laughs> do a Doctor Who podcast. We'll see. Whatever. No promises. All right. Thank you guys so much, and have a great day. Bye.